It's a new year. It's a new style. It's a new show, but it's the same club. Hello, everybody. Greg here from the Bear Club Podcast with Garrett coming at you live for our brand new show, Friday Night Roar. It's o- over there. So when you when you <laughs> when you pitched Friday Night Roar to me, yeah, uh, which is a joke in in itself because it's like Roar yeah. Monday Night, uh, yeah. and it's also Bears. When you said it, I imagined it was like like Rower XD type, uh, and, and not Raw. So you know, I'm a little bit disappointed for our furry community, but that's fine. I mean, there's got to be some furries out there that go with the aggressive Raw, right? I <laughs> can't, can't say I'm that ingrained in the furry community. <laughs> Show me aggressive furries. Furries. Oh. The way you said that, is it just going to be something like Tinkerbell looking really angry? Ten most deadly Celtic fae. Cryptic countdown. 12-minute video on YouTube. All right. Well, anyway. anyway, Yeah, so uh, as we discussed when we did our last live stream, uh, moving forward to Bear Club, we're going to be doing a lot more streams. So now you've got two shows a week. Obviously, you've got Wednesday Night Paul, where we'll be generally doing the podcast recording, as well as just general live streams as well. Friday Night Raw will typically always just be a live stream. We're going to be doing news roundups. We're going to be doing reviews. We're going to be doing quizzes. Hopefully get some guests at some point. Uh, playing video games. going to be doing kind of all sorts, aren't we, buddy? Yeah, uh, I'm probably stepping away from a Wednesday if I'm doing... Because I'll be training on Wednesday now. Okay. Um, most likely. So I'll, I'll probably helm Friday because there is no training on a Friday. Ah. Fair enough. Oh well, I mean, this I, is I, this is my cheat day now. Ah well, I mean, we don't want to miss you on the pod. Maybe we'll move some podcast recording episodes to Friday then. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. I mean, it works better given that all four of us have just got all over the place schedules. I mean, Jason's a dad. You're doing wrestling training now. I work. Scott delivers mail. Who knows what's, what else he does? Jason's <laughs> a dad. Gary's training. I I work. Scott. Just Scott. Scott. Definition of our boy Scott there. Oh, we love him dearly, though. Um, before we get started, then, I just want to get a few of the plugs out of the way just to start with. We'll do them at the end as well. So uh, if you want to give us a follow on everything, it's the Bear Club podcast, Facebook and YouTube, Bear Hook Club pod Instagram, and Bear Hook Club Twitter. And if you want to check us over at the website, that's bearhugpod.wixsite.com forward slash bearhugclouds. Uh, we've got plenty of stuff going on there. I've been uploading a bunch of highlights from our videos. Uh, we've been writing some new articles. Going to be getting some new matches you need to see going up on there soon. So, yeah, check it out if you want something cool to look at, wrestling-related, as well as the other content we produce, like Young Men Yellow Clouds. Epic. Super. Um, so I was thinking of starting King off this week because since we last recorded it, uh, it was obviously AEW Dynamite. Uh, which happened right after we recorded. So I thought we could do a little rundown of this week's episode, if you fancy doing that. Yeah, it was also Thursday Night Smackdown, wasn't it? Still on Fridays, right? I swear they had a Smackdown yesterday, unless I'm going insane. It should still be Fridays, I think. I don't think I saw any results. Continue. Uh, with, <laughs> with AEW. Uh, my I say, I thought this AEW was one of their weakest, and I still very much enjoyed it. It was still good. I, I had the same thought. So what I am, I've just brought up the, where is it? Uh, just so we've got something to look at as we run through. I've brought up the Bleacher Reports rundown on it, just so we can have a little chat through 
a little uh, prompt there. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. Like, this is one of the first shows I, I, um, I'd seen in a long time where I finished watching saying I didn't. It's not that I hated it. It was still a good show. It just wasn't up to par with how Dynamite usually is on a weekly basis. Mm. What are you watching? <laughs> I'm just trying to find, like, am I, I, am I going crazy? Was there no SmackDown yesterday? I, I don't think there was. Was it just some kind of random repeat? Or like a random like repost from last week? Maybe. Maybe that's what I watched. Maybe I'm an absolute moron. Perhaps. I'm going to check Twitter. Okay, you check Twitter. Because um, if I didn't, I had a full-on fever dream this morning where I imagined an entire SmackDown happening on a Thursday. Shit. Was it a good episode, at least? Yes. Because, I mean, it would come to something that even if your mind made up a, a generic bad episode of WWE TV, that's just how ingrained it is now. Well, I'm actually, I, I, I think I uh, am, I mean, I, you, you mentioned how tired I was. I need to figure out why I imagined a SmackDown. I watched a SmackDown this morning. Uh, I think I just forgot last week's and then I, re I just rewatched SmackDown. <laughs> Lovely. Perfect. You're not anyway. even streaming right now, Garrett. This is all just going on in your dreams. I'm having, it's, it's like Inception, but not, but less fun. There's like less folding buildings and it's more just like your typical day life. Yeah. Yeah. Christopher Nolan's really gone downhill. Anyway, uh, so we'll just kind of <laughs> <laughs> we'll just kind of go through bit by bit. Um, so yeah, uh, the show opened with uh, uh, Cole, O'Reilly, and Fish. Um, and then with the Young Bucks coming out, and they had a bit of a scrap with the best friends. Um, and they stood tall at the end of it as well. Um, not a bad opening segment. Um, obviously, it's just still sowing the seeds of uh, what I think we're all expecting to happen, which is the eventual... I think they're going to be calling the new group Paragon. I've seen that thrown around. I don't think they've named yeah. it. So it'll be a Paragon versus uh, the Elite, possibly. Um my guess is this is going to go on for like a couple of months. I think they're going to be waiting for Kenny to come back because then when they've got him, then obviously it's the perfect free-on-free -free scenario. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could main event a pay-per-view with a, a trios match. You could main event a pay-per-view with Cole versus Kenny. You could main event main event a pay-per-view with uh, with Fish and O'Reilly against the Bucks. Hell yeah. I mean, I've yeah. never seen... Did the books and Red Dragon square off in New Japan at all, or Ring of Honor, or anything like that? I'm sure I've seen it. I, I'm pretty sure they've crossed paths many a time, mm -hmm. but um, I can't remember one off the top of my head. Oh, okay, fair enough. I mean, like, because I mean, that's the match I'd be very much excited for. I mean, Kenny versus Cole would be great, but I think... I think getting AEW Young Bucks against the basically will be NXT Red Dragon, but now in AEW, that's go. That's they, gonna be like a five star classic written all over it. They fought in Ring of Honor a few <coughs> times. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, with with. Shayna Baszler, they had in their corner. Oh, 
I didn't realize Shayna did stuff in Ring of Honor. I thought she was straight MMA to WWE. No, she's oh. hung out with uh, with Fish and O'Reilly. Oh, I mean, makes sense given the fighting style. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I, I've always been huge on her. I, I actually can't believe how badly they've dropped the ball with her and Dub. Has she been yeah. released? I, there's too many no. releases. I don't know who's been released. No, amazingly. She is, like, amazing. She's fucking yeah. amazing. Her series with uh, Kyrie in NXT was uh, just so good. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I wasn't completely sold on her at first when she came in. And then it was that, I can't remember what the match is, but it's the match where she um, pops her shoulder back in by slamming it into the ring post. I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. She really yeah, understands, sure. like, in-ring storytelling and does it incredibly well. So, yeah, big, big Basil fan from that. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think she's really done anything of importance since the uh, tag run with Jax. She's just kind of gone well, back in the shuffle again. I mean, well, she came up, and then she bit Becky's ear. Yes. And then she had a, a dominant, absolutely, in like, a, a incredible uh, Hell in a Cell. Not Hell in a Cell. Elimination, Elimination Chamber. Chamber, yeah. She eliminated everyone, right? And then won. I think that yeah. was what happened. Like she just came in, eliminated everyone. Basically, yeah. Well, that was um you could tell that was when Paul Heyman was still basically in charge of Raw. I think he was one gonna be one of his pet projects, and then that it wasn't long after that when Heyman had the control taken away from him again. It it was uh yeah, I mean that's wasting that. Because it's a it's wasting talent is one thing, but like in a match like that, where you, you you end up burying everyone else because they got pinned by the person who now does fuck all, right? Yeah. Everyone yeah. in that match, like you, you can be pinned by Brock Lesnar, right? You can be thrown out of a rumble by Brock Lesnar, yeah, and it's fine because it's it's Brock Lesnar. But if Brock Lesnar is then made to look like a fucking chump, yeah, you know. Yeah, I totally get what you mean. Um, I mean, if 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 she was to be released, I reckon that would be a major one of Tony Khan's, like perfect badass that they could use for the for the women's division. True. Um, yeah. she's she's a star. She is. She yeah, is. Wherever she wants to. Does whatever she wants to. Um, obviously, I think going back to this opening segment is it. What did the it was the match they set up? Is it next week on Dynamite? Is it gonna be is it gonna be best friends versus Paragon? Is that what they were set up? Um Best Friends versus Paragon. Yeah. I think that's for next it's, week, isn't it? Or is, oh, am I just making that up now? What does it say? We're down. Um da -da -da -da. No, it doesn't mention any. Oh, that's it. Because um, they've added... Because uh, this this is the thing that was quite significant about this spot, is how they've in, in, uh, introduced Baker as part of this collective now as well. I think I, I think it's going to be a mixed tag match next week uh, featuring Chris Statlander, Baker, and one of the other oh, team yeah, members yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that was quite interesting. It's quite cool that, this, that they're kind of merging this real-world couple. Um Weird that Brit didn't come out with the women's title though throughout the whole of the show. That was a bit weird. Well, you know, uh, 
uh, AEW doesn't mention other promotions. So. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't, whatever. Yeah, I, I think I think it'll be uh, some good matches anyway. I think that fucking Tony Khan should just do it. And when I say do it, I mean should just do intergender matches. Yeah. I heard that like he's hesitant about it, and obviously, um, networks are because yeah, pieces yeah. of shit. But just do it. Like the bit where Statlander was standing next to Cole, and they like look the exact same. She looks even stockier than he does. I was gonna say, I think and she's like, taller than him. Yeah, just, just, yeah. just let I mean, him fight. It's it's a really weird thing because like you know. In MMA, they're never gonna let, um, they're never gonna uh, do intergender MMA or anything like that. They wouldn't do intergender boxing. Yeah, and you know it makes sense. The, the weight classes are different. It's why the same reason that people of the same weight don't fight each other. However, this is uh, people of different weight don't fight each other. It's, but this is professional wrestling, where you know, in training, you're gonna wrestle women. They'll train mm. with you all train the exact same and then at a certain point they just go all right well, sorry no you can't you you can't be fighting each other now just mm. bro just come on yeah just fucking on. do it grow literally grow up yeah grow the fuck up and beat some women up i <laughs> um I, I think as well i mean it would it you can do it in a way where it makes sense because of how badass some of the women are like take jade cargill you could believe she could beat up almost anyone on the male side of the roster. Um, same with like how we said, like someone like Amiko Satnamora, like she's just a total badass. That even she could fight most of the men, and it would be believable. So I, I think I think that could be part of it as well. Like if you if you pair up the right male and female opponents, it, it would make sense in my mind. Yeah, I mean Shayna Baszler yeah. is legit. Like she is a submission magician in the ring. But in yeah. the octagon, she would kill you. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, the the majority of of the the male wrestlers there, a lot of them have backgrounds in in wrestling, or they have a background in some combat sport. But most of them just really like wrestling as a kid, and yeah. they know how to play, and they know how to how to wrestle professionally, but they don't know how to fight as much. Oh and yeah, they could legit legit kill them. Yeah, so it's I want like... to see that in the ring. I <laughs> uh, 100% agree um, but yeah um, I'm excited to see where the whole inattention with the elite and Paragon is going to be going and I'm excited to see the feud with best friends because I mean best friends are kind of that safe hand where they put anyone with a tag team and they'll have good matches out of it no I do not want to join your inbox go away <laughs> um, following that it was uh, can, we some, can we put some really intrusive things like that on our site Yeah, we, I, want, we... I want our site to get to the point where like it's what like culture? uh it's like what culture we're yeah. unreadable pop pop ups everywhere basically strobe light effect adverts can't even read the yeah. shit that's on there yeah God, no. <laughs> uh yeah next up on the card was uh CM Punk versus Wardlow um again another another good match um was kind of ridiculous that Punk took like nine power bombs and still walked away with the winner like fair enough to have a bit of the screwy finish but i saw a lot of people get kind of upset with that on twitter but it was always going to win like i i think it would have been as much as wardlow's i started the banking on and we've obviously seen this week WWE we are interested in taking him as well i it would it, it, i still it was still been a long shot for him to beat punk this week 
I think, well, Wardlow's whole character right now is that he just re- he just really loves doing power bombs. He does, right? and and they've been building up for a while that he's obviously going to break up with them. Most likely going to break up with them. There could be a this bait and switch, but uh, I mean, there was a match he had against some whoever might be an enhancement talent. I don't remember. Um, and uh, Sean Spears like distracted and like hit them or something and he's like why i'm look at me yeah (laughs) yeah. (laughs) look at this right i'll just just let me hit my power bombs man just let me hit uh (laughs) and and it seemed it you know take whatever you want away from it the way i like i I just turned off the volume and i just heard uh uh, mjf go stop doing power bombs and then wardlow go i really like doing them and then he gets (laughs) and then he gets rolled up right yeah. And that's 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 how you do it. MJF yeah. goes, you're not allowed to do them anymore. And then he goes, I just really want to. I can book the match. You can. Tony. You, you can. Mm-hmm. Better club for booking room. Um again, yeah, enjoy the match. I mean, the one thing I'm 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 a bit tired of though, because they keep relying on this for MJF as a heel character, is how uh, Every time he gets into a really long feud, like one of these, it always goes the same way, where he has to be throwing his men at people before he will eventually have the fight. Like, we've had the trials of Cody, there was the trials of Jericho. Almost feels like they could nearly go the same way with Punk. Not saying they'll go fully with it, but I just feel like we've seen it a lot now already, and maybe it's time to try and do something different for MGF heel tactics. I suppose, yeah. Because, like, obviously, this week it was Wardlow. Next week we've got Sean Spears. Uh, next week, I don't know, they'll bring out Chris Hero as a surprise for a blast from Punk's past. Who knows? I mean, I would like that, but... I would, I'd love that, but still. But, yeah, no, I agree. It's just yeah. a rehash. Yeah, yeah. But um, at least we'll still get some great promos out of it. Um, after that, it was, Dan- it was Dante Martin versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Um, I just love watching Dante Martin in these big man matches. Like he's just like, and just like he's just the perfect little guy versus big guy scenario because he, he just gravity just doesn't really exist for Dante Martin. And I said that about a lot of wrestlers, but I, I generally feel that for him. I think he's all right. Um, I think I I think. Not to go too cornet, and as someone who is five foot six, uh, I th- I think I've just personally, especially watching New Japan, mm-hmm. just been. I've I think I've had a little bit too much um, oversaturation of of high flyers and people mm-hmm. people doing flips. So personally, uh, my eyes were completely on powerhouse Hobbs. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I he's just got he's got it all. Oh uh, yeah, and. Like I, I, he he could be on the cusp of being one of the pillars, right? That's how I see Powerhouse Hobbs. Mm. He's just got everything, and being paired up with Taz as well is great. Being Team Taz, Team Taz is like such a, it's such a selfless group in a way. I mean, yeah, it's his son, one of them, but <laughs> they just all, you know, really weren't people. People, they really weren't characters until. AEW, you know, uh, like exception, Brian, Brian Cage. Cage, yeah, right. What, what about Ricky Starks? There's not in team other stuff. Ricky Starks, there's some of the stuff, but let's be honest, he's made it big in AEW, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I mean, going back to Brian Cage, I mean, out, obviously not with Team Taz anymore, but out of if you were to look at them, what about a year ago? Out of which of the two, everyone would have probably thought it would have been Cage over Powerhouse Hobbs. I can't remember the last time I've seen Cage on an episode of Dynamite or Rampage for that matter. Is he even on Dark or Dark Elevation? No. Um... He's just completely dropped off the grid. I know, I know his wife and himself have been. I haven't exactly been reserved about him saying he wants a higher spot and deserves a higher spot. So I don't know if that's a factor in it or if there's like reasons we don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't entirely know the background about that. Um there were reports that apparently people so a few people in AEW are worried about their position and things like that. Um I suppose it, it's it comes with having a big roster. Yeah. I think I think this is the issue. I mean, like um the big thing this year is a lot of contracts from when they first started are up for renewal or are they going to run out? It's going to be interesting to see who they decide to keep out of that original crop, especially the ones that don't appear on TV that much anymore. Yeah, that's going to be interesting as well because if WWE decides to snag a few of them, mm. that it's, you know, it it will play as a Oh, they they wanted they prefer to go here. Yeah, um, I could see WWE just signing people that they weren't even bothered about just to kind of make that point. Right, like I wouldn't be surprised if if like they signed Swole or something, mm-hmm. um, or Cage just because, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean they were looking to sign Tessa Blanchard, so. Mm. you know <laughs> i i don't i don't think anyone is off limits to them uh not not to compare who i was saying to tessa blanchard but you get my point like they'll okay, sign yeah. they'll sign whoever they want and then they'll fire them in three months yeah basically uh, like it, it'll just be an ultimate flex move i think in some of those cases just to be like get get the publicity out there oh well aw isn't the place everyone wants to go now we're still the the, the main end goal even though Realistically, a lot of people have shifted their view on that, especially mm-hmm. in the past year. Oops. Oh, I pre- oh, sorry, my bad. We're <laughs> we're over there now. We're, now we're back there. <laughs> um. Oh, just me now. Cool. Um. After that, it was Hangman. Uh, just cutting a promo, which was then interrupted by Dan Lambert, and this resulted in the return of Lance Archer, who's being now geared up to be. Hangman's next opponent. Um, great to see Archer back. I think he, out of most of the big men wrestlers, he's probably my favorite at the moment. Always had a lot of love for him. So, I mean, it, Archer's kind of become that safe bet where if they need a quick feud for somebody, like he did it with Moxley, um, did it, I think he might have done a bit with Omega, that they'll break him out for a month and kind of keep him in that main event spot. But I'm excited to see him back. Um, Slightly new look as well. Looks like he's let his hair grow in around the, the murder hawk. Got the beard mm-hmm. going. No Jake Roberts, though. That was a, that was a surprise. Is, is he possibly going to line himself with Lambert now? Or do you think this is we might see Jake in the future? I don't think Jake's done. I do think that... I I mean, if you look at the COVID numbers in America... <laughs> yeah, they're true. Not great. They're not great here either. But, oh, no, no. Uh, you know, if you looked at a map of of case rates, it's just a big red map. 
<laughs> it's just big and red. Yeah. So if that's the case, perhaps it's that keeping him safe off of TV. Um, I mean, he has that. He has got really bad lung problems now. Um, I think from all the years of smoking and other substance abuse. So I think, yeah, probably probably just a smart bet to keep him off TV for now until things improve. Um. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, when I think about matches uh, Hangman's had with Big Men before, like he had that blinder of a match against Brian Cage at Revolution last year. So I'd be excited to see what he could do with someone like Archer, especially when Archer's prone to doing moonsaults and the like. I mean, I just hope he just like lands it safely this time and doesn't end up on his head again. Yeah, I mean, Archer, uh, I think, can work with any style. Yeah. I mean, he... Some of my favorite matches of his are against Osprey. That's when I fell for him, and then I just followed him through the the G one. Um, he's really good, and you know Adam Page seems to be very like. Well, I you know thought he was good. I still I didn't think, for example, that he'd have that kind of chemistry with Daniel Bryan. You know, yeah, like uh, them being able to have that kind of match. Like, yeah. And then again, have that kind of match. Yeah, that's great shit. Um, I just think Paige is gonna be one of the most versatile performers on the planet. It seems like there isn't anyone you can have a bad match with, at least not from what I've seen. Well, let's find out. Let's, let's see, <laughs> no, what, let's see what goes him, down. Him and Archer are gonna be a great match. I do wonder. Um, I just, I just wonder. It's very difficult to get a judge of like who's actually going over, mm-hmm. um, and not as in who's winning, but who is over. In WWE right now, it feels like there are only two big stars these days, and it's Brock Lesnar and and Roman <laughs> Reigns, and that's it. Yeah. Again, I really, I really hope that Hangman is gonna get big. Um, uh, I don't know. It's 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 difficult. It's difficult these days. You know, back in the day, ten million people were watching when, when you'd have your big win. Yeah. Now you're lucky if you get a million. Maybe in WWE's case, two to three. Yeah, I mean, they're eight. I was, I was more optimistic about their move to, uh, to TBS, but it seems like it's about the same one mil. They're hitting the same. They're hitting like match demo with Raw though, which is very nice for them. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, we'll see what happens. Uh, following that, it was the Hikaru Shida and Serena Deeb match, which basically didn't really go ahead because uh, Deeb took Sh- uh, Shida out with the Kendo Slick to the knee. Um, I mean, this is like one of those sort of main women's feuds they've got going at the moment, but I've not been that massively invested in it, despite the fact that they're both tremendous talents. Yeah, I mean. It, it it almost seems like uh, uh, when when you're not expecting it, they just hit it out of the park like that. That tag match that went that that like street fight tag match. That oh they yeah, had, beautiful. Just yeah. just went out of the park. So I feel like even if you're not paying too much attention to this feud, their next match could be will end up being you know. Oh, just yeah. a sleeper hit on the on the card. Yeah, I agree. I think I mean, that's the thing with their women's division. Um, 
they've, they've got they get a much better spotlight on it. Like I think it's come on leaps and bounds within like the last year, especially. But at, at the moment, it's still just those kind of same kind of names. It feels like it's sort of similar to WWE's situation where you've got the sort of main event stuff, which has got the main focus, and then a lot of the other stuff. There's just not a lot going on with it. Oh, hey, Kitty. Mm-hmm. Which boy is this? Oh, well, this is Jakey and Ori. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I suppose. They've got a, a plethora of of, uh, of female wrestlers. I'm waiting for the Owen Hart Cup to yes. properly be to, to get going. I thought we'd hear more about it um, coming up. There's going to be a women's one and a men's one. Which I think's good. I think, I think yeah. that's a cool way to go yeah. about it. Yeah. Sure, sure. I do want it to be a round robin. I've said G1 this a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel I feel like that would have been a smart move because they've already had a bunch of tournaments and they've all just been bracket based. I feel like I feel like no one really does round robin except for New Japan. It's mostly no always one, just no one bracket. does it. Yeah. No one even does though it. round robin's the most interesting because it's something you can drag out over a longer period of time and it kind of you, you can keep changing the stakes as it goes along yeah uh, the g1 right yeah. ends up ends up like if you if you watch the g1 yeah you can there's obviously the finals which is the big one but then you've got the finals of the a block you've got the finals of the b block you've got every single night is booked in a way that people like the, the there's a main event level, like a a Wrestle Kingdom level match every single time. Like you know, you could main event Tanahashi one night against Jay White, and then you know on the undercard you've got maybe Okada in a tag match with Tomohiro Ishii against uh, Jeff Cobb and Will Ospreay, and they're just in a tag, and then those two people. Those two teams will then have singles matches against each other the next night, uh, or the one after that, where you could do a main event of Jeff Cobb and Tomohiro Ishii, and then a main event of Osprey and and uh, and Okada. But like, it's also similar to the good thing about a tournament. The good thing about when you have a lot of people in a ring is you can set the pace for the year going on. You can be like, oh shit, he just pinned the champion in a tournament. Yeah, they're gonna have a feud later down the line, or oh shit, he just cheated, or you know, this person got hurt, kayfabe hurt, ideally. Um, so they want to get the payback, or you, you just build something, and it's not it's not only a way for to get people invested because there's a prize at the end, but it's a way to really set up something, set up a bunch of fucking things. Yeah, I would do a goddamn round robin. I'd not only do a round robin, but I'd start now doing like, let's do some qualifying matches to even be like, you know, in the running to get into the round robin. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, like, I mean, you look at last year's G1 and like how we were putting good money on Zack Sabre Jr. to potentially go all the way with it because of how much of a blinding beginning he had to that. I mean, he obviously the Naito in- injury, which, fair enough, like that kind of just happened, but it kind of made him look like a bit of a badass for it. He yeah. pinned Shingo, who was the champion, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it looked like he's going forward. I mean, like, it, it was a bit disappointing he didn't get there, but I mean, that's kind of the whole fun of a round-robin tournament. You can 
build stars a lot better than just having the bracket system where people will just get knocked out and then that's them done with it. You know, it, it, yeah. it, it can it can lead a lot more into storytelling. It can help set up other feuds. It's it's like it's like the Royal Rumble. You know, the reason why the Rumble works is you can have multiple feuds and storylines going at once, and you can set them up during that match. Around round yeah. tournament can effectively do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. well, you you know, um, you let's say you've got a round robin tournament of like eight people, and we, I mean, we can stack it for AEW right now, right? So you, let's say you've got Kenny, mm-hmm. you've got Daniel Bryan, Adam Page, um, uh, I mean, anyone, Eddie Kingston, uh, uh, Daniel Garcia. Orange Cassidy, I don't know how many I've named right now, probably about six. Mm-hmm. And then you've got two more. <laughs> Orange Cassidy, as his character is, may not win a lot of matches. But let's say he loses a few and then goes up against Kenny Omega, who is being a cocky shitheel. Mm-hmm. And not pay- like not caring, not giving a shit. Finally, you know, he, he turns it on and then in an upset, Kenny Omega suddenly doesn't have enough points and the two people in the lead are, are Hangman and, uh, and Daniel Bryan who go into the final against each other. Yeah. Right? Perfect. Yeah. No, totally agree. Um, I mean, have they announced it's just going to be bracket-based or have they not really said what kind they, of tournament so it will be? They, I don't think they've actually said what it will be. It's just going to be a normal bracket. Yeah. But, like, so they didn't announce what it would be, but in some of the graphics that they've used, they've used normal, like, tournament brackets. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. So that's what it will be. Let's, let's just start a campaign, get them to change it this time. Uh, following that match, it was Penta El Zero Mido versus Matt Hardy. Um, and I think that'll be after this. Oh, no, it's not. Uh, well, following the match, the big thing that came out of this was obviously the debut of Brody King. Um, basically, when I saw this match announced, I would, I knew this is where Brody was going to debut because it just kind of felt like a very thrown together match. Um, the match itself was okay, but yeah, the main talking point was Brody showed up. Um, following the match, uh, Black was uh, trying to attack Penta. Varsity Blondes came out, beat down Black. Uh, lights went out, Brody came up, and they just decimated. And now the kings of the Black Throne are in AEW. Um, are you excited uh-huh. to see Brody? I am. I'm very excited to see them together. Um, what they're champions of? Are they the PWG champs or something? Yes, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla champion, tag champions at the moment. I think it'd be cool to see those belts come out for a bit. Um, I, before I had, I heard that Brody was coming in, you know, I didn't think of Alistair going into the tag division. Now I'm all for it, 100%. Yeah. And just him taking evil people by spitting on them. Uh, what's what's her name with the eye patches becoming uh, part of the House of Black? Yeah. What's her name? Uh, is it Ju- Julia Hart? Julia Hart. Hart, yeah, yeah. Well, she'll, what, be, well, she'll be joining. She looks like the uh, one with an eye patch from Kill Bill. That's what she looked like. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I mean, to sort of tie this in into, I think it was a video package after this where we got to see Pac again, doing uh, with bandage over his eyes, kind of talking a lot of different stuff. Part of me was leading to maybe he could end up uh, betraying Death Triangle and joining that um, the House of Black. Possibly. It could happen. I, I see him as a very good fit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Have you have you been enjoying Andrade stuff? I've really been enjoying Andrade stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where he just uh oh god, what was it? Where he just he just he, he goes like why does Sting hire uh, why does he hire why does Sting hire this kid to follow him around? It's like, mm-hmm. no, they're just they're just friends. How you know? <laughs> how how you know? Like I just I love that he just goes around backstage just just like making deals. Yeah. Make doing love, business. Let's just go up to Mario. I hear you love money. I love money. Great. <laughs> it's good. It's good. I'm all for it. It's good. Yeah. I lo- I love the backstage stuff. I just wish we could see him wrestle more cuz I don't think he's had like that many matches since showing up and it's been has it been nearly a year. Maybe not that long, but it's been it's been a while. My sense of time is not very good because I thought that there was a SmackDown yesterday. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see Brody King, and I'm excited to see what him and Black will do. Um, think think they could be a good choice for going after the tag belts against Jurassic Express. Yeah, after a while, yeah. Uh, feud with both the the you know the Hardy. The Hardy mm. House, whatever, and Death Triangle, and then well, uh, well we have death. to wait for Phoenix to come back now that he broke his arm, which was yeah. a horrible injury. Well, which is good. You get to you get to wait for that match, you know, between the House of Black. You get to tease it before he comes back. So it, it looked horrible. Apparently, it's not that bad. Like it was just a dislocation. Oh, so it's not actually broken? I thought it no. came right, so it was broken. Okay. It was just a rough dislocation. I'm amazed it, it wasn't. It looked rough as fuck, I was right? going to say, it yeah. amazed it wasn't. I thought I thought the, it bent all the way back when he went through that. When I, when I first watched it, I didn't see it. I just didn't see oh, it. Oh, I, I saw it on first viewing. Straight away, I was like, oh, that, that when looked I, wrong. <laughs> when I watched it back as well, I was like, that is just a straight up, just freak accident. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It seemed, it seemed like a relatively safe table bump. Uh... You know, there didn't seem to be much like over rotation or or anything. It just kind of rough, rough yeah. is what it was. It was rough. Uh, well, we'll get get well soon, Phoenix. Uh, following that, it was the acclaimed versus Bear Country. Again, this is the kind of thing I've at least I've got this card. It was a lot of nothing matches, just the kind of set up and continue ongoing storylines. Because I mean, the whole point of this was just so the acclaimed could get a quick win. Just so Sting and Darby could come out at the end and get the get the heat back on them following last week. Sure. Sure. I mean, yeah, it's fine. It was I okay. like the play. I do really like good. the play. Yeah, yeah. Great, great team. So I mean, it, it's good that they're getting a more prominent spot against like Darby and Sting. Like that's kind of a big bump, the biggest bump that they've had so far. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah. I really enjoyed uh, Guevara's match against Dustin. I, I did really enjoy that. I have checked it out, but I've heard great things. 
Yeah, no, it was, it was a good match. I really love Dustin. He's just oh, been very, great. very good. In AEW. Gets... He's, he's still he's... been part of my favorite match of AEW history. Oh, the, yeah. the Blood Brothers match is the best match they've ever had. Um, I mean, which is why I was he... excited that he might win it. And we do, uh, you know, number two where Cody would be a bit of a prick this time. I would like, you know, if I, I would have him do the speech at the end, mirror it and then just be a bastard. Yeah. I mean, what I love about Dustin, he's like a wine. He just gets finer with age. Yeah. I mean, Goldust is, it was wonderful. And mm-hmm. in the earlier years, some, some of Goldust matches are actually quite, 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 quite good. Yeah. But I, I just, I do think this is a, a, a golden age of his career. And yeah. He can go as well. Oh, 100 percent Um however, then... Daniel Garcia is fucking incredible. I love oh, yeah. Garcia. Yeah. So wrapping up the main event was the interim TMT championship match with Guevara versus Daniel Garcia. Uh yeah, I've got a lot of time for Daniel Garcia. I think he's great. Um I don't know if he is he officially signed with AEW or is he still just kind of an import talent? I think he's signed. Is he signed? Okay. I mean he's there all the time. I'd be amazed if he wasn't. But yeah. Um He's a guy I see having a lot of big things in the future. I mean, since kind of day one, it looks like they've always kind of pegged him. I mean, he's been him in 2.0 have been in pretty much some massive feuds since they've debuted. Like they've rarely been out of something that wasn't newsworthy. And I just love the the angles they're going with, with the whole Eddie Kingston and then now the kind of inner circles involved and Kingston getting between the inner circle. Uh, it's just kind of interesting to see where that's going to play out, really. I'm not really sure where that's going to go. Yeah, they've done a very good job building up 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. Uh, it felt like when they first just came out, they just appeared. They were yeah. almost, they almost to a lot of people, I'm sure they almost just looked like enha- enhancement talent. And then yeah. they came back the next week and they came back the next week and they've just been so good at being a, just an opposition for someone. Um, somewhat almost stepping stones and yet they f- now feel like a mainstay. And it's it's uh it's very cool seeing yeah. them pieced in this. Daniel Garcia is someone I really want to see in the Owen Hart Cup. So I hope for that. Sammy Sammy's very good. I didn't care too much for his TNT run. Yeah, these maybe. matches, these matches is I think he needs to come out and be like he needs to just talk about proving himself. And I yeah. mean, like, he needs to say it from the heart type thing. Where yeah. He's just constantly like, I want to fight someone on Wednesday. I want to fight someone on Friday. I want to fight someone in training. I want to fight just more and more people to the point where Cody will have to pry it. Like, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to fucking sweat so hard in this ring that this belt is going to be fused to my body. And even if I'm dead, Cody won't be able to take it from me, you know? That kind of thing is what I want to hear from Sammy. Yeah, shit's shit's going well for him. He's 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 with Tay Conti, so and he's got the interim championship. He's he's doing pretty well. So I don't <laughs> I I get it if he's not going heavy on the like I need this. He's pretty minted. He's fine. Yeah, yeah. I so with this whole interim championship thing, does that mean when Cody's back next week, is the belt just going to be taken away from Sammy? Or do you think it's just going to be a title for title scenario? It's a, ti- it's a title for title. Yeah. In interim. yeah. 
It's just not clearly defined. I mean, I, it's hard to say what the actual plan of that was. I mean, I, I think they just kind of did it because Cody did get sick before Battle of the Belts. So they just kind of rushed with this. But, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing Cody will win and carry on his third reign. That's probably my prediction. Uh, but, yeah, that was the rundown. Like we said at the start, it was... It's not been one of the best Dynamites I've ever seen, but it was still an all right show. I still enjoyed it. Yeah, I think when you're when your weaker show when you're one of your weaker shows is still b plus yeah it's pretty good yeah like i mean i i can't tell you if i've seen an episode where i hated watching it you know what i mean i just haven't encountered that yet no not at all not at all oh well moving on um right um i've got a bit of, uh, a bit more toy news and discussion if you're open for that I'm up for toys. Cool. Well, I've got. Uh, we'll run through some recent releases because I just want to get your thoughts on them. Like, on so uh, AEW obviously have got their own figure range and it's been going pretty well for them. Um, the big thing that they do, which is what Mattel does as well, um, there's a website called Ringside Exclusives for people on wrestling figure collectors. They've been kind of like the main website for where people can get wrestling figures from. And in that regard, they get a lot of pull with the toy makers, and that means they get ringside exclusive. So they're figures that they kind of help design with the creators, and it's exclusively sold through ringside collectibles. And they've done some great stuff. That's where Mattel got the Walt, the first ever Walter figure was through them as a ringside exclusive. Um, the big thing with the AEW ringside exclusives, though, is they've been doing these kind of things. So you mentioned, obviously, the Blood Brewers was your favorite match. One of the first ever uh-huh. ringside exclusives was this. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. Nice. Yeah, we went through that. Yeah, so this is the big thing. They're, like, they're one of the only wrestling figures that we're doing uh, figures that are bloody. Um, and one that came out recently is they did the Brit Baker from the nice. uh, Lights Out match. I really want to get that one. Um, I haven't got a Brit yet, and that's kind of the best one that they've done of her so far. Uh, the recent announcement, even though the match, not people have a, a lot of love for the match given the ending, is this. Like okay, cool. Including barbed wire deathmatch. And I've got a bunch cool. of pictures because this this is a ridiculous set with everything you get with it. So comes in nice packaging, opens up to give you the whole sort of revolution entrance way. Better look at Moxley and Omega there. Brand new scan for both of them, I think. Uh comes with a whole host of accessories. So you get barbed wire chair, barbed wire bat, you get the title, two tables, and a whole mess of barbed wire to wrap around it. And Lots of cool details on the figures for blood. Yeah. So, what what's your kind of thoughts on sort of figures like that, where it's got the whole sort of inaction bloody look? Would that be was that something you would have ever liked as a kid? Would you, would you that's that something I would have adored as a kid, but wouldn't have been allowed to get probably. Um, I mean, I w- I was not allowed to watch wrestling young young because of bloodiness. So, mm-hmm. no, I think it's sick. Iconic moments yeah. uh, are what you want to recreate as a kid. Often mm-hmm. you'll do like, you know, the spear from the top of the ladder at TLC. And if someone's bleeding, you might, you know, you might spray yeah. some ketchup over your toys or something. Now you don't have to. No. The days of that are over. You can just <laughs> pop off the head and then pop back on the head. Number one. Exactly. No, I think it's cool stuff. I think it's something adult collectors, especially like especially those that do figure photography. I think I've already seen a lot of people getting quite excited for that set. It's, it's crazy the amount of detail and the amount of stuff they're giving you with it. So 
I reckon that'll be a good seller. Uh, they also announced this week another ringside exclusive, which is going to be uh, this. Uh, Darby Alling, nothing's over to the underground, comes in a coffin-shaped packaging. Uh, one of the accessories for this really confused me, because um, I've got a picture of it, but when, when you look inside of it, it looks like Darby's come in like a velvet bag kind of scenario. And then I realized it's not. It's a it's a body oh, bag. It's the, it's the body bag, yeah. You get a body bag, sense. which is sick, yeah. So... Yeah, uh, some cool ringside exclusives coming through there. I'm not sure. See, the thing is, I like the bloody figures, but I just don't think I'd get them for my collection. Uh, just not that keen myself. Might get the Derby, though. I think that's pretty cool, especially just for the body bag. Sure, sure, I, I get that. I think for me, for me, it's the, it's the moment. Yeah. For me, I would love the Blood Brothers one. I, you know, I'd love a, a Cody and a Dustin, sure. But I think mm. I'd prefer a Blood Brothers because that's my favorite thing of theirs just, that they've done. Display them hugging on your shelf. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I'd uh, I'd like put a bit of hot glue in the eye of Cody and I'd be like, uh, the exact moment, like, I need my older brother. Yeah. Was that, did that get you going at the time? Did it get you right yeah, back? Yeah, man. I was, te- yeah. I was tearing. I was tearing up at that. If I rewatched it now, I'd tear up. It's really yeah. good. They should be fucking proud of that, and I'm sure they are, but it's fuck it's really good. Yeah. Truly defining moment. Um, well, moving on from the figure news, but kind of staying in the same realm. Look what arrived today. Your Okada arrived. Let's hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Put me Let's big go. screen. There we go. Yeah. So, should we do? Should we do an unboxing? Yeah, let's do an, let's un- do a fucking unboxing. unboxing. Yeah, man. All right. Um, so, if you weren't listening to our last live stream, um, I showed Garrett uh, that I'd ordered um, the Super Seven Okada figure. I've got a picture of it. Now, it's going to be quite important that you look at this picture. This was one of the early promotional things they sent out, and when you see the figure, you might have a few points about the early original promos and what we eventually got. Yeah. These, these, <laughs> these, so the figures, the figures from what I've heard overall, people still like them, but like a lot of people were upset with how Super 7 handled it. Now, it should be worth pointing out Super 7 are actually, they're quite independent. They're not that big of a toy maker, but they've got a lot of big licenses. Like they do figures for The Simpsons. They've got uh, Transformers, Thundercats, like a shitload of stuff. So this is part of their elite line. So yeah, comes in that little cardboard box and then it comes in. Quite nice packaging. Oh, sexy. Yeah, just nice embossed little... as well. Yeah. yeah, very shiny. Nice little king of sports. Nice. And all right. Then... Oh. Okay. Not bad. I mean, there's going to be quite a bit of glare here. But yeah. Yeah, this is uh, You get little little stats on the back as well. So pretty cool. Um, as, as I said last week, I, I got this one not that much cheaper but a little bit reduced because it was a factory defect where it came with the same head twice but i don't fucking care about that but everything else it's more or less brand new so let's have a look oh no it's cable tied Help. talk amongst yourselves so jace what have you done today <laughs> Ah, oh, cool. What have you done today, Scott? Ah, oh, lovely. Gary just slips further into madness from tiredness. <laughs> I didn't realize I was this tired, so I drove back. Fair play. After Great. I drove back, in fact, because I was fine while I was driving and definitely not 
too a little bit too tired. I only, I only figured it out. I only like really hit me like halfway down the motorway. So yeah. All right. So yeah. Cool. So yeah, uh, I won't go through every bit of accessory, but as Garrett pointed out, you get uh, some money and a money? shitload of interchangeable hands as well. So you do get quite a lot with this figure. I mean, these are about fifty pounds, fifty dollars, like on average retail. So. Yeah, quite a bit, but yeah, that's kind of what he looks like out of the box. It's pretty good. He looks, his face okay. looks really. It's the face scan. I think a lot of people got upset about. So if you look at that promo shot, he looks white. Yeah, and that was the thing. The people weren't very happy with the skin tone. I mean, I've not got the best camera or lighting, so it's a bit hard it's... to fully say. Yeah, send take it, take a pic and send that to me. Yeah, I will. I will. I'll get better photos and I'll um. I'll add them into the video here as well. Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah, we could upload this just as a review, I guess. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, that's, I'm trying. I want to do more figure stuff like that more, going more forward. For you. Yeah, hell yeah. But yeah, I mean, that aside, it's still from what now that I finally got it in my hand, it's still a really nice figure. I mean, the entrance jacket, the accessories, the IWGP title. Uh, let me try and get the bits off to show you a bit better. Let's have a look at the try and see if we can see the skin tone without the jacket. So yeah. So yeah, entrance rope. Mm -hmm. Pretty damn good detail. That's not uh, bad. You get his little gold chain as well. Mm -hmm. And let's have a look at the IWGP. The prettiest belt in all of wrestling that is no longer around. Hell yeah. <clears throat> I mean, the belt is nice. I would have liked a probably is a bit more detailed for it to be a bit more shiny but otherwise it's pretty good yeah it does that. look a bit it looks a bit flat doesn't it yeah it's got like even detail of like the gold bit at the back as well which is pretty cool sure sure so i, I dig it and then yeah this is actually pretty good i like this and there's your boy as well i think it's just his, his expression his eyes look he looks he looks a bit off. Yeah. 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 I mean, especially compared to that picture where I'd say the scan looks pretty good. Yeah, where he's got that kind of like a bit of a scowl going, you know, he's got yeah. a bit more of expression. This is just eyes eyes are wide open. Yeah. I don't know. Say, I can't say uh, yeah, I can't tell from the webcam there, but yeah. He looks he it's looks like good. a white man. <laughs> no, no, he's definitely not that pale, but um, I, I can see why you would think that. Um, I, I think it's pretty good. I mean, compared to the Mattel and Jazzwares, there's a couple of points where the articulation isn't like that great, but I, I'd say overall, overall, it's pretty good. I mean, again, this is like something that's mainly for adult collectors, so you're going to kind of buy it, pose it, put it on a shelf, take pictures, and that's pretty much going to be it. It's not really something realistically a kid's going to be playing with yeah. I, I think it's, i think it's just great overall because like we haven't had new japan figures like this before so you can look at one of two ways you can look at the early press stuff and the finished result and be like well that's not what we were promised i'm not going to buy it or you can just shut up and be happy with the fact that we finally got good new japan figures that weren't just like statues that you couldn't pose or do anything with so mm -hmm. i think they're good I, I think i'll pick up a few more i definitely want to maybe get the osprey one even though that's got similar Things where the 
promo images of the face doesn't look anything like the finished model. But I'd, I'd still want to pick him up just because Will Ospreay and definitely the Naito. The Naito figure that you, you told me about. I need to see, <laughs> some, need to see the scans of that one because I'd be interested in getting a Naito one. Yeah. I mean, again, it comes with the hands, so you can do that. It's got. I want. I mean, I want all, all of Lij. I think. I want all oh of well, because that, that. So I'd say basically, out uh, there's only been two waves of figures so far. So the first series was Okada, Osprey, Tanahashi, and Ishii. I mainly just want Okada and uh, Osprey. Series two is Naito, Bushi, uh, cool. Evil, and Hiromu. So you can at least have two Lij okay. members. Hiromu. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah. well, so it, have... is it is it like evil? They, maybe they were making it back when he was part of Lij. Oh, yeah, I forgot he was in Lij. Um, you might be. Um, I can try and get some pictures up if that. Did you say Sonada? Because my headphones cut out. No. Um, from which no one? Sonata? No Sonada. No, no Sonada. Um, so Damn. again, series one was Okada, Tanahashi. Ishii, Osprey, Series 2 is Naito, Hiromu, Evil, and Bushi. So no no Takahashi, no Sonata? Nope, none of them, yeah. I mean, chances Take out are... Evil. Take out Evil. <laughs> put in Sonata. And then I'll buy all of them. Uh, let me try and get up some more pictures just so you can see what they look like. Um... Not to fully shit on Evil, but like... But a little bit of shit on evil. See if you can see. Do you know what? Do you know, what do you know what I figured out now? Right? Is uh, now that I'm now that I'm wrestling, uh, I can just take the piss out of. Yeah, it's okay. It's older evil. It's like still part of Lij. I think. Yeah. I think that's still when he's part of Lij. That's less so, bullet. Yeah. So you you could still basically have um. A kind of full Lij. Oh, that's rad! Is that f that? F yeah, three different heads of that. Well, four different that's heads. So of good. That's yeah. so good. Uh, the Harumi's really good as well. I can find him. Uh, ah. Did they have what a Harumi? Yeah, yeah, he's in the he's oh, in that do. series. Yeah. Up, up, up. Let me zoom out a bit first. Uh, there's a Hiromu in that. There's a, a four of them standing next to it. Oh, that's Hiromu. that's just um, actual pictures that they use. For no, 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 to the right, to the right of that. Down. Oh yeah, there we go. I mean, it doesn't show you the accessories stuff, but yeah, there he is. He comes with like the jacket. I think he comes with the junior fluffy jacket. Does he come with the little cat? Does he come with his little cat? I don't think. Like, uh, Uh, I think that oh, he doesn't come with the belt. He doesn't come bit. with his little cat. No. Then what is the point <laughs> if he doesn't come with his little stuffed cat? Quite disappointed he's not coming with a belt or something at least. But yeah, that should be the purpose. that should be the yeah. He should have the junior heavyweight. Yeah. with him. I mean, they already made it for Osprey. Osprey comes with the junior, so yeah. So yeah, yeah I think if, if anyone's the if anyone is known for the junior heavyweight, it's it's Hiromu. It's Hiromu. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. No, I think I think the Naito's the one is really that good. That Naito is good. I would have loved him with like uh one of his suits, like some a Wrestle Kingdom type suit. Yeah. I mean, those are those are cool. I but... mean, 
the night maybe ones, even like a baseball jacket or something, but a baseball shirt. Yeah, I mean, I think even then there was just the fact like you get three different cloth goods, whereas if you got a metal or something like that, you typically just get one. That's like one major thing, and then uh, the fact you get like both the old school IWGP and the Intercontinental title. Because I imagine on waves after this, it'll be the newer belt design. Mm. So I've, I mean, after you've seen them, what kind of figures would you want to see in that line? I'd say well, I want um, to see them do. Yeah, I, I Shabbat is top of my list. I think you could do uh, quite a bit with that. Yeah, I would like to see Shabata. I would like to see Jay White. I would like to see Jay White's a good one. Saber Junior. I would, would like, like to see Saber Junior. Um... Oh, Saber would be good. What about uh, Gorillas of Destiny? If they do like a, if they do a double pack of God, sure. I'd like to see a double pack of Girls of Destiny. Um, who else in New Japan would I ever want a figure of? I want. To, I mean, I'd like to fill out Lij. So Sonata, Sonata for sure. Oh Shingo, he's, he's probably about to get one. Given. He's well, been... yeah. My my mind was like, oh, they've obviously done a Shingo, right? But no, Shingo Shingo would will be. I'd put money on them him being in the next Super Seven series. I think he will be. He'll probably be the one to come with the newer belt if they're that far ahead with it. But I mean, it's going to depend on how well these do. I'm not sure how well they've been selling. I think a lot of adult collectors will have got them again just because it's the only main way you can get like a New Japan figure that fits with the other ones that you'd have from WWE and AEW. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah. yeah, no, that's yeah, yeah. I'd go with that. I think who else would I even want? I'm not too sure over them. I suppose you could then also breach out into New Japan strong or American stuff. Um, I'd want a Kenta. I'd want a Ooh, Kenta. Kenta would be good. I mean, yeah. he had a figure that was meant to come out uh, in the WWE Elite line, and he uh, it'd been teased for ages, and then he got released, and they like, it. It, the figure got pulled. Yeah, I think it was more or less ready to go. Like there was packaging of it and stuff. Um, where it would be Hideo Itami figure, yeah. Um, did it have teasers of it? Hideo Itami, that's sad, yeah. I would have really liked that. I quite like the idea of um, no pictures of it, but I've definitely seen pictures before, which is weird. Mm. Well, I've got good at like figure painting and stuff, so I I quite like the idea of getting an old figure and and revamping it with like new gear. Um, so if there was an older Hideo Itami, have a little play with that. Yeah, I mean they released the basic version from the figure line, so there is technically one available, but it's not an elite, which is what a lot of the adult collectors would want, <clears throat> mm-hmm. such as myself. Um, but yeah, unboxing, we do those now. Um, you can expense that. I was going to say when we start Patreon, <laughs> feed, feed my figure habit. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, technically, we can put this as a company soon enough, register it as a company, and everyone pays like we'll each pay a quid mm-hmm. to it, to it, so it's an official company, and then expense that kind of thing. Um, yeah. That's a down the line 
stuff. One issue I've just found is that I can't put the belt back on him. It's very what? soft it plastic. Yeah, so all both the AW and Metal ones use the same thing. You've got like the little ridges the little there that go into there. the the holes. And I'm pushing against them and they're just kind of bending. So it just yeah. So that's that's a point against it. Because the Mattel Lovely. and AW ones you can do that more or less fine. <clears throat> Cool. Um, I've only got one other thing I'd like to kind of run through. Is there anything you'd want to bring up? Uh, I mean, my maybe my imaginary SmackDown from yesterday. But okay, I, take that, us... I can't remember now. <laughs> take, I was going to say, take us through the imaginary SmackDown. Um, I think the last thing I just want to talk about, because I, um, I reignited my membership today, is uh, pro, the State of Progress Wrestling. Sure. Because they are, I mean... Both me, Garrett, and even Jace and Scott got a lot of nostalgic attachment to progress. Me and Garrett would go as often as we could when we both still lived in London. Uh, it's a very important company to me, and it's been it was it was cool to see them come back last year, but it's been sad to see the kind of state of it. It just wasn't what it used to be. But this year, um, as I said in the pod, I actually got a call from one of the new owners to bring come back a live show. It has changed hands again. Um, what do you think? Do you think, do you think progress could get back to a to, to a former glory? We're, I mean, we're on the cusp mm -hmm. of a potential breakdown of NXT UK, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, to the point where either they cut some talent or they cut the show entirely, and. If that's the case, then then progress is the de facto number one wrestling promotion in or, or almost the number one wrestling promotion in the UK, I yeah. suppose. Uh, maybe in the south, sure. I guess Rev Pro. I'd say I'd say your big three for England would be still Progress, Rev Pro, and ICW. Yeah. ICW seems like it, it's it's cornered the north. L yeah. Scotland is ICW. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Um, ain't no ain't no other wrestling promotion really going to run there. <laughs> yeah, and if NXT UK does happen to get some cuts, then then I suppose I, I it's almost a good thing and a bad thing. I, I worry that some of the people that have found their spot on Progress now might get shunned to the side with an influx of talent and things happening. Like there are people I trained with in London that are in progress now. Yeah. And kind of getting featured. Um and I I I, I worry for those kind of people. I worry if it might end up being a step back in some regards. But I don't think I'm worried about I don't think I'm worried about progress now. I think mm -hmm. it's seems like it's putting itself in a fun direction. Yeah. Uh, the, I I I was like, oh, they hired Simon Miller, whatever. And when I think about it, there's such a crossover there where everyone knows Simon Miller. It was smart. It's like a, it's a. I think it's a very smart hiring. Yeah. I think it's a very very smart hiring. And yeah. I think he'll do a very good job. It's a different. It's going to be a different atmosphere than Jim. Oh yeah, yeah. 
But well, I think that the wrestling is always going to, you know, do it for itself. If it's still got the same spirit, if we still get, you know, those dumb shows where they do a show from the 80s, you know, yeah, then yeah. it's going to be amazing. Like, uh, God, what that f- I'll still never get over um, Doctor Who, uh, or, or the Doctor against, uh, uh, I don't know what they called, Marty McFly, but yeah. Yeah. That. Because they, cause they yeah. did... One of them won, and then the lights went out. And the Ma- Marty won. Went. He, he, hit him, <laughs> he hit him with his hoverboard. Yeah. And he won. And then the TARDIS sound effect went, and then they went back in time to, like, just before the finish, and then the Doctor won. So That's good. Great. Yeah. Or, or the tef- Teflon Sheik against uh, Wally, where, oh, yeah. where, where <laughs> Wally went to hide in the audience. The Teflon Sheik couldn't find him. So great. good. Yeah. And then it was just, like, booking convention, because, like, they had – it was um... – Ilya Dragunov, I think, it was against Sugar Sugar Dunkadin, and they build it up as like the classic American versus the Russian. But when they yeah. came out, Ilya was in American U.S. shorts, and Sugar Dunkadin was basically like a <laughs> the USSR yeah, it was kind like of a Soviet. Thing. Yeah, Soviet yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was great. Um, I, I'm kind of with you. I, I'm 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 hopefully optimistic that it's got this new direction because I feel like, for one thing, it seems like the owners are making more of an effort, whereas the previous ones weren't doing a lot i mean i mean the fact that you had the new owners i think what they would have what they did is because my i i got a club progress membership for the year of 2020 and that's when the pandemic hit so i think it's been kind of still ongoing because usually you'd have to renew every year um i think what they must have done is just got whoever was the the last signings of that and have been calling them just to ask them about oh you know you come into the show I feel like that's that's a that's a cool gesture. Like they didn't have to do that. You know what I mean? I feel like there's a lot of people who would own something and wouldn't make that kind of effort. So I think that's pretty cool. I think I'm with you. I feel like keeping the spirit of progress is right. I feel like what they shouldn't try and do is try and imitate the way it used to be. I feel like if you want to go forward, maybe take it in a slightly new direction. Because I feel like I feel like the whole punk rock wrestling thing has kind of gone from it now. Maybe try and push it in a different direction. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it. I, I, you know, I don't think it needs a, an entire revamping mm-hmm. in an NXT 2.0 sense. No, no, nothing like that. Uh, yeah. But they could, they could pay homage to a lot of it. And I think what Progress has always done very well is just let the the wrestlers lead the show. While it's still punk rock pro wrestling, they don't yeah. go. Oh, let's just get punks to wrestle. They just go. <laughs> Let's just get the coolest guys and let have have it fun, like you know, uh, getting Gene money to just to just be a bit of a bit of a mental case. Getting Car yeah. uh, Noir as your champion is a is a, is a, an amazing uh, get. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Car is so, like the best, probably for my money, the best indie wrestler in the UK for like the last year or two. Well, here's hoping that with its that it will progress back to where it was and be a talking point again. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think my my prediction's going to be NXT UK will probably get scrapped altogether. I think what they'll do they'll keep a lot of the big names that they want so like Mustache Mountain, uh Elia, people like that um and they'll bring them try and bring them over to the states. Put them in, and maybe I don't know NXT 2.0. Get them on the main roster. I'm not going to say they're going to keep everyone. I think they will keep the big names associated with it, just because they know they're the draws. Maybe they can do something with them, and then I think the rest we'll see come back to the places like Progress, ICW, Rev Pro, 
whatever. Well, we, I mean, think about the draws that WWE had and that they fired, that they've let true, go. True. They let go. They let Tony Storm just leave. They got rid of Keith Lee. And I'm trying to think about like anyone in NXT UK, and all of them should stay and be on TV and be signed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, however, I think like I think even about Mustache Mountain, who are just fucking incredible and should be moving up with Pete Dunn. Yeah. And just they should just be doing British strong style. Why aren't they just doing British strong style? It's crazy. Just do British strong style. Uh, but I, I even think about them and I worry that they even now they're not going to go. They felt like Triple H boys. And, yeah. And I, Triple H's boys aren't welcome anymore. With the, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, this is the Nick Khan table now. Mm. You're going to have to eat lunch somewhere else. You're going to have to <laughs> eat lunch over in. Uh, go, go sit on the impact table. You're not welcome here. Go and sit with Rockstar Spud on the impact table. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, maybe you're right. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I could see them. I still see them trying to keep maybe a handful of names, just a handful, and more or less getting rid of the rest, especially with the amount of cuts they've been doing. I think there will be some surprise on there. I think there will be a few they'll maybe keep hold of. Maybe, maybe some that Vince has seen and likes. Someone like a Jordan Devlin, maybe. Yeah, but he's he's seen Ricochet, right? And he doesn't like True. Ricochet. Yeah. And I can't imagine he'd like. He only just tolerates Finn Balor, so I can't <laughs> imagine he'd like he'd like another Irishman. So Finn, Finn Balor is um, sat on the same table, but like where there's like a big huddle of them, he's like right far down the bench by himself just with his little just, pack lunch. I'm here, guys. Just, just, <laughs> just eating, like, just eating uh, no, no carbs to like even in his peripheral vision at yeah. all. <laughs> just like pure protein, hitting the macros, always in a deficit, so his abs are always showing. Yeah. Uh, no, watch, watch that figure thing, but yeah, I'm 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 hopeful. Yeah. Good things will come of the new revamp in progress. They've got the first show on the 23rd of January, and then they're going back to the Ritz in Manchester. So, in fact, that they're still doing the ballroom in the Ritz, I think they're hoping that the fans will come back because there's pretty big venues to fill out. Um, yeah, yeah. But I'm hopeful. My biggest I'm... worry is my biggest worry. Uh, while I am hopeful, my biggest worry is that there's just going to be an influx of talent, and a lot of people aren't going to end up getting booked. And some people that might be getting booked now might end up not getting booked. And then people in NXT UK might not end up getting booked because it's just be too much, like, you know, not enough space. So true. hopefully there's a flush of money coming in and they all just put on their own shows and do their own thing. And I don't know, they could yeah. bring some DDT shows over here, do some, uh, which one's, which one is Trent Seven's promotion? Fight Club Pro. Do some Fight Club Pro stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I, I still think there's enough in, independent con, com, com, uh, companies around in the UK that I think a lot of them will find work. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. See how well they do, because I think, I think a lot of them are still only just coming back. I mean, like I think when we looked at the other day, like Fight Club Pro still hasn't actually run a show since 
2020, maybe? So, yeah. But it'll be interesting to see where Pele is out. Um, I think we're all good there, buddy. Is there anything else you want to bring up? Um, my general fear in for the rest of the year, the fact that, you know, there could be more layoffs. Sorry, the fact that there will be more layoffs. The fact that that those layoffs may include an entire company in NXT UK, mm. and I just don't. I just don't want people to be out. I don't want people to be out of work. I don't <laughs> want people to be uh, down on their luck. And yeah, just I like wrestling, so I'd like to see people do more of it. Well, yeah. Even to, to the point where I imagine a Thursday SmackDown. You know, <laughs> that's, that's my brain. He love he loved the wrestling so much he makes up his own shows. I do, I do, and uh, one day down the line, my dream is to wrestle in Japan. However, the stepping stone to, that I'd like to get there is progress. I'd like to have a, a progress show at some point, even if I'm just thrown out of the ring by vacant in a battle royal. You know, can I be the vacant? That'll yes. be my one wrestling thing. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> if anyone's if anyone's throwing me out of a battle royal, it's you in a morph suit. I'm down for that. I mean, okay, it's either that or like we discussed last time, I've got to be your manager and that whole thing of me being taller than you, but like still doing the usual heel manager stuff, like hiding behind you when guys come after oh, me yeah. and stuff. Oh, 100%. I, I think we could get booked everywhere with that act. <laughs> it, it, it's... It's a Robin Hood and Little John. It's a David and Goliath type beat. I think it's great. Yeah. I have to. I, I will specifically like wear shoes with like no heel as well to make myself even shorter. Likewise, you'll have to wear big platforms. I'll wear. I'll wear stilettos. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be my manager gimmick. Like I, I, I look like typical man's man until you get to the shoes and it's just nice women's stilettos and I can just take them off and bop someone on the head with them mm -hmm. that's my uh jimmy hart megaphone uh if we ever do a backstage interview it needs to be like uh a, a, just a shot of us but it's like just this this way up of you <laughs> or, or or like all this way up of me like the first one is just like uh it's no, no, no. Up of me and i and i complain so that it comes back to us later in the show so now it's like down here uh, and then, yeah. and then, like, and then the next one is just like we're like oh, this isn't working either. So the next one is like we're the same height somehow. <laughs> no, I, and I then it pans out. It pans out, and I get off my step ladder. I think I think it should always be the same where like you're like up to here in the shot, and then my head isn't even in the shot. It's just my uh -huh. body, so it's completely framed, fucked for both of us. And then I'll redo the um the naked gun gag. I'm just like peeling a banana, and it looks like I've got to take a bite. And you go. Greg, you got something on the side of your face. No, no, other side. And then when I do it, like the whole trick of banana, I should have bitten off just lands on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, all right. We're already a fucking comedy duo. Great. <laughs> Here I was thinking I'm going to main event Wrestle Kingdom for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight. And I guess not. I'm the Toriano of the UK already. See, you say this, but you could be the first comedy wrestler to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Um, I mean, a few comedy wrestlers have won the IWGP yeah. gold. 
that where they've become comedy wrestlers like Toriana used to win a fair bit and what but what about the big belt though that's usually always reserved for the, the series yeah belt, right? yeah it is it is that's that's your goal kid and we're gonna get you there I don't want the big belt I don't think I'd ever want the the heavyweight belt partly because is it because it would uh, look really huge on you it would look so <laughs> I wouldn't be able to carry it just like I wouldn't be able to carry it <laughs> yeah I'd be too lazy. Like I'd be going through customs, and I'd be like, "Let's just leave it in Japan." And I'd just like, <laughs> it's so heavy. Man, give me the I... junior belt. Give me the junior belt. <laughs> they won't know the difference. It will look like the heavyweight yeah. belt on me. Yeah, rock that. Yeah, sorry, I've, I've just kind of come into your whole wrestling dream and taken over it. I'm just... My wrestling dream is bringing my friends with me, my friend. Hell yeah. So... <laughs> So 100%. Super. Well, watch this space for the comedy duo of Big and Lil. <sighs> Big Cook, Little Cook, welcome to our cafe. Big Cook, Little Cook, Cook. Welcome, welcome to, to our, our cafe. Chat. <laughs> welcome to our ring. Ooh. <laughs> anyway, that's the end of the first ever Friday Night Raw. What a great ending. <laughs> <laughs> You can find us at the Bear Hug Club podcast on Facebook and YouTube, the Bear Hug Club pod on Instagram, or the Bear Hug Club on Twitter. Or, alternately, you can also find us at bearhugpod.wixsite.com forward slash network. You can also find other things such as Young Man Yellow Clouds, uh, other editorial things, as much as you need to see, and more things coming and whatnot as well. And that's everything. I think we need a new um, we need a new thing for Fridays. I'm thinking instead of that, we needed a different thing to that. I'm thinking, right? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, a, a quick, a quick kiss. Ready? Three, okay. two, one. Ah, oh, I went the wrong <laughs> way. <laughs> <Where'd you go? laughs> no, that's fine. Now we're in.